okay, mama, the new year is here and you're ready to get back to it. You're ready to be intentional with your time, focus on what matters and say no to what doesn't. Of course, you have a ton of things on your plate. Hello, what mama doesn't? And you need to figure out the best way to manage it all like yesterday. If this sounds like you, then my free manage all the things challenge is just for you. In this free five-day challenge slash mini course, you will learn how to get past limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behaviors, get clear on your priorities in this season, create a simple no-fail routine that works, and take ownership of each thing God has called you to right now. After this challenge, you will feel refreshed, empowered, and equipped to handle everything on your plate with efficiency and grace, take control of what's holding you back, and have a simple routine that's easy to follow and provides so much clarity. Just head to carolinejsumlin.com slash manage to get started for free right now. That's carolinejsumlin.com slash manage. Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast for the modern Christian mama who wants to redefine the current narrative and unapologetically show up for what she's been called to in the home, community, marketplace, and the world in that order. Here, you will find tools, resources, education, and inspiration that will help you break free from burnout, get focused, live on purpose, and manage it all with grit and grace, because you are meant for this life that God has called you to. Hey mama, welcome back to Meant for This. I'm so glad to have you here for part two of our first episode of season two. We're talking all about the the name change, the shift in this mission. We went from mission motherhood to meant for this. And I am so excited for everything that God has in store and what this shift is, is going to do for 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 moms, for Christian mothers, for women. And in this episode, I want to talk more about the mission to redefine motherhood for the modern Christian woman, because that is what meant for this is here for. We are on this mission to redefine motherhood for the modern Christian woman. And I began talking about that a little bit in yesterday's episode. If you have not listened to episode one, um, please go back and listen to that. Actually, the episodes are not episode one. Even though it's season two, I am keeping the episodes in order of where we left off from season one, just because I want to see how many episodes that we do. <laughs> and like when we get to monumental episodes, I want to be able to celebrate and I don't want to have to go back and count. So it says season two, but it says episode, I think it's 30 something. I can't remember exactly as I'm recording this right now, because it is the middle of December when I'm recording this and you're listening to this in January and I don't have my episode list in front of me. But just clarifying that for a second. But this is technically the second episode of season two. And in yesterday's episode, we began to talk about a little bit of the shift, a little bit about why why we've changed names, what meant for this really means. And today I want to dive even deeper into what that mission looks like to redefine motherhood for the modern Christian woman. Okay. So we are currently fed a narrative from the world and so often the Christian community about motherhood. I'm going to break this down into what the world tells us, what the Christian community often tells us with what both like ends of the spectrum tell us. And we're going to talk about how we're going to take those 
current definitions that we're being told and redefine them and what that new definition is going to look like through through meant for this, through the work that we're doing here. And I say we because it's, yes, I'm the one that's behind the mic and recording the podcast episodes and and offering the resources and the content and the education to 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 make this, not make this mission happen, but to, I, I should say, lead, lead the mission. That's the best way to put it. Yes, I am the one leading the mission, but we are on the mission together. And I want to make sure that I'm very clear about that. I'm not here to do this to glorify myself. I'm not here because I think this is a, a, the, the Caroline show. Like, absolutely not. This is something that I firmly believe that God has given me to to share and to do and to make part of my life's work and to bring alongside every single woman that happens to be listening to this episode right now as this community grows. If you're here, if you're listening to this, if you follow me on social media, if you are a part of any of my programs, if you read my website or my blog or in any way, shape or form, you are in this community, then we are all on this mission together. And I just want to make sure that I'm making that very, very clear. This is this is for God's kingdom. This is for his glory. This is to change the narrative of motherhood and to redefine motherhood from a burden, which is often looked at looked at as a burden in the world and in the home, to an honored role in the home and the world. Okay. So first let's talk about what the world often feeds us about motherhood. The world or, you know, worldly culture will often tell us that motherhood is in the way. And it, it's, it's, I'm not saying that you will open up some sort of book or magazine that tells you motherhood is in the way. Motherhood is a mistake. But if you think about the way that the world supports mothers or lack thereof, and I should say this is more so Western society, more so Western culture, in Europe, things are a lot different. If you are a European listener, if you are someone who is listening to this in another part of the world where mothers are very supported, consider yourself so blessed and so lucky. And I, I'm, I'm sure you all also have a lot of your own challenges that I don't know about. Um, and so hopefully you can take some of what I'm saying, and maybe it's not exactly applicable, but there are things that can be applicable, or you can at least relate it to your own scenarios for what you go through uh, in different parts of the world. But for the Western society, the Western culture, we are fed this lie that motherhood is in the way, and that is through the lack of support for mothers, very lack of support. Working mothers or working women, once they become pregnant, often, more more often than not, risk losing their job or they do lose their job because they are not guaranteed their position when they come back to work. They do not have the ability to take a maternity leave or they can't get paid for it. So they have to quit their job altogether because they don't have the money to be able to put their child in daycare. They, the, their, their job or company wants them back in a very short amount of time. Some women have had, had to go back in as little as four weeks when you are still not even fully recovered from the birth that you've had. It's very unsupported and it just continues on from there from how much it costs to deliver a baby to um, get the support that you need. The fact that doulas and midwives are often not covered under insurance or if they are, they're covered less under insurance. Lactation consultants and support is is not easy to come by for many women. Breastfeeding is looked at as taboo still. We are trying to change that. I know that there's so many causes out there changing that and bringing about more education for these things. However, 
we have a lot, a long way to go and a lot of stereotypes to break and a lot of narratives to change in order for women and mothers to be viewed and respected in the world and to not feel like they have to choose between doing a really amazing job in their career and being respected as such when they become mothers. Because so often they really are disrespected. I should say that we, we really are disrespected when we become mothers. We are threatened when we become mothers. We're threatened to lose our jobs. We are um, really, you know, and, and it might, and it might be subtle. I mean, I faced a lot of subtle, um, subtle, what's the word I'm looking for? I faced a lot of just subtle disparities, I guess. Um, when I was a teacher and I would have to take off work to take care of my children when they got sick from daycare, which was all of the time. It was all of the time because daycares are places where kids get sick. And I was teaching in a school. So I, I was around kids too. And the lack of, support, the lack of sick leave, the lack of leave for parents uh, meant that when I would take off work to go pick up my child from school because she was ill, I had to take a lack in pay, a deduction in my paycheck. And I would often receive some very subtle discrimination type behaviors for doing so. You could tell the mood and the attitude changed. You could tell that there were slights towards me because I would leave early more often and not come to work more often while following all the correct protocol because my child was sick. Fast forward to my second year of teaching at this particular school that I'm thinking about, and I was pregnant with a child who was in school. So it was even worse that I was having to take prenatal appointments, that I was having to take care of my daughter. And I felt like it was not possible at all for me to be able to succeed in my role at my job and succeed in my role at the home, in the home. It was, it was, it felt like I was either doing one well and one was really suffering or vice versa. And fast forward to the fact that um, once I delivered my baby, I didn't have the money to be able to cover my maternity leave. So I had to take on a, a, a side hustle. I had to find a job working from home and praise God, he provided a job working from home. This is before I started this, this organization. This is before I started meant for this or what was mission motherhood. Um, so I had to take, I had to find a job or take a job working at home. And thankfully, God provided one with a virtual assistant agency and I was able to work from home. And when I tell you guys I was working from home from the hospital bed in labor, I was hired two weeks before I delivered my baby. I had to deliver my baby two weeks early because she was interuterine growth restricted. And thank God I got that job. I got started and I be began my maternity leave a week early, transitioned into the new role and then had my baby and worked before and after having the baby, and I never stopped. And that was my saving grace for be, being able to make up the pay that I was not receiving from my school district because I was not getting paid for leave. And I know that this story resonates with so many mothers because not getting paid to have a baby, not getting paid maternity leave is the norm in our culture, in our society. So that's one of the major ways that the world tells us that motherhood is in the way of your career. You want to become a mom, and I would say just in just of your of the career, um, or in the way of the career, but in the way of anything else that you may want to do outside of the home. That can be anything. That can be career wise, which is most of the time what we think about, right? Because as adults, you know, to be able to keep our society running, we do 
most of most of us aspire to work in some way, shape, or form. Even if you are a stay-at-home mom, chances are you had a career or a job of some sort prior to becoming a mother and you chose to leave that in order to stay home with your kids for whatever reason you have um, and or you continue working part-time from the home or you work evenings and weekends or you have a desire to go back to work once you once your kids are at the age where you may be able to do so. A lot of people have those desires because as as people, we are primed when we are children, we are all taught that we are primed to to have a career when we are older. And God created work. Work is a really good thing. Work is not just income producing work. Work is everything that that is work. Work is working in the home. Work is tending a garden. Work is doing a lot of different things. However, work is something that God created and it's something that God desires for us to do. And so it's not abnormal for women to want to continue doing some type of work that is outside of the home in addition to their role as a mother. Most women do not want to choose one or the other. Most women want to do both because God has put those desires in us and we were it was never his his intent for all women to just stop doing any other work once they become mothers or stop being able to do anything else once they become mothers. But the society we live in does not support that very well. So we are told that motherhood is in the way of dreams, aspirations, career goals, etc. We are not treated very well when we become mothers. And there's often, um, you know, things in the media and social media that, that support this messaging as well. So that's something that we're kind of getting consciously and subconsciously fed from our world, that it's in the way, it's not respected and honored and valued. And that we should put ourselves first and our kids second. That is another major message that gets told to us from the world that just because you're a mom now doesn't mean you should stop living your life, which I agree with. But the way that it's being communicated to us is that we should put our kids second, that they come, they come last, they come don't let them get in your way, go do you, go chase your dreams. And I have seen the effects of that where where it, that is not the intention of the role in the home from the lord that while of course we're created to do a lot of different types of work and it's so great that we're created to do that it doesn't mean that that work comes before our role in the home our first ministry and our foundation will always be our home and our work our other work outside of that will come second. And this is true for fathers as well. This is not just true for for mothers. This is true for men and women that are married, that have children. And even if you don't have children, once you're married, your, your, your spouse comes first. Once you tie the knot or you reproduce, then your family comes first before your career. And when we seek the Lord first and we honor him in the in the our heart posture towards our pursuits and towards the pursuits of our calling making sure that we are prioritizing and keeping first things first then we don't have to worry about everything else because God will take care of our favor in every other circumstance anyway so we don't have to worry about it it's going to look different from other people that aren't followers of Christ it's go we're going to not look the same we're we are not supposed to live the way the world 
is living. We're supposed to live the way God tells us to live. So it's normal that it's going to, it's normal for us, I should say, that it's going to look different. It's going to be maybe a little bit weird for other people to see that we prioritize things in a different way. When our world, our culture tells us that, hey, boss bomb, go after your dreams, go after this, get this, do this, that, and the other, and your kids will be fine. That's not what we want here either. So these are the the narratives that we are currently being fed from a society or worldview. And I just want to, again, preface more so a Western society. Okay. Now let's flip to what we often receive or what messages we often receive from the Christian community. Now I want to put a disclaimer out there. This is not the entire Christian community. This is not all the church. I know that there are so many churches and groups and organizations out there and I may get some of this wrong. I am I am only communicating what I have observed. I am not a theologian. I have not done a ton of research on this, just a little bit. So please give me a little bit of grace as I explain this, but I'm just giving you something that I have seen and just giving you what I feel God has communicated to me to communicate to you. Okay? So in the Christian community, we often will receive a message of the harder motherhood is, the holier you are, or the better mother you are. Like the best moms are the ones that are on the struggle bus. The best moms are the ones that never have their hair done, never paint their nails, never clean their houses, never take a shower, feel like the world is just like just that that everything is terrible because motherhood is so hard and you're so exhausted and you're so tired and you can you and all the other moms can get together and brag about how much worse you have it basically trying to justify to yourself that man if I'm feeling this bad and if and if things are this hard and I am as selfless as I possibly can be then I'm the best mother possible but what this leads to is self-neglect it takes selflessness and it turns it into self-neglect which has never been God's idea for us as humans and in motherhood the Christian community often tells us as well that we are selfish if we have desires or passions outside of motherhood i remember somebody from I don't want to say who specifically, but I remember that I was speaking with somebody and she told me specifically, I'm not out to, to, to chase, to climb the corporate ladder. I'm here to raise my children. Like, like we need more women that are willing to, to sacrifice that and to be home with their kids and be, I'm at home with my kids. So, so don't get me wrong there. I always had a strong desire to be more present in the home and to not work a typical job that would make it so that I was a away from the kids all day, every day. I didn't want that because that was something that God put on my heart. But it doesn't mean that I'm more right that if you are a doctor who works every single day, or you are a teacher, or you are a lawyer, or you are whatever career you are that is corporate and does have a have full-time hours to it, you are not selfish if you do have a full-time job and you are not self, um, self, more selfless or more holier or better mom if you stay at home. And if you are a stay-at-home mom and you have desires and passions that you want to pursue outside of motherhood, pursue those desires and passions outside of motherhood. Do it. You're not selfish for that. And even if you are a working mom and you have desires and passions you want to pursue outside of that, do it. 
You're not selfish at all. The Christian community will feed us this lie that selflessness and in in service and sacrifice for our children means that we lay everything down. And we do lay them down, but we don't lay them down in the way that we've been communicated. We lay them down at Jesus's feet and we ask him to reveal to us what his desires are. So yes, if there is something that is taking you away from prioritizing your family, making it so that you're too distracted, that it's causing conflict, that your marriage is in trouble, and that your children barely know who you are and you are you know that you're not pursuing the right things and yes of course that is a wake up call and that is not the kind of life that we should be living as mothers as as followers of the lord for um specifically however that is not me laying down your desires and passions does not mean that you just lay them down and you don't pick them back up again or you say okay i'm just going to forget everything if your desires and passions are not bringing about evil and corrupt in this world and they are and they from the from your heart posture are to do good in this world and to use your gifts and talents that God has given you and to create good things and to produce and bear fruit in his kingdom then by all means you have full license to go do those things. God gave us dominion over this earth. He told us to go and bear fruit and make disciples of all nations. And that does not mean just our children. Our fruit and making disciples is not just in our home. We bear fruit when we create. We bear fruit when we walk in the Holy Spirit. We bear fruit when we volunteer. We bear fruit when we visit our friends. We bear fruit when anything we're doing is producing good fruit. We are bearing fruit. And we do that when we walk in the Spirit. So we don't have to worry so much about the things that we desire to do if we are following the Lord, loving God, and just allowing him to guide our lives. That's all it really takes. But the Christian community will often tell us the opposite of this and make us feel like we don't, we're not allowed to have desires and wants and passions outside of motherhood. And that if we do, we are selfish for doing so. We're selfish for having a date night. We're selfish for getting our nails done. We're selfish for, for putting on makeup every day, or we're selfish for sleep training our children or whatever that may look like. We're selfish for our children playing independently and for us working on our side hustle. No, that is not true. So that's something that we're fed. That is a myth that I want to continue to work towards. I don't want to say busting because it's such a cliche word, but that that is a, a, a narrative that I want to work towards redefining in this, um, in this ministry. This is for the mama that loves motherhood and wants to steward her calling in the home well, but is struggling with managing it all. This is for the mama that wants to make sure she is showing up as her best self for her family every single day and knows that in order to do so, she must kick overwhelm and burnout to the curb once and for all. This is for the mama that wants to write a motherhood narrative that you love, fulfills you, and allows you and your family to thrive. Are you ready, mama? The Meant for Motherhood Academy is officially opening back up on January 13th, 2021, and there's a spot saved just for you. Formerly, the Mission Motherhood Academy, the Meant for Motherhood Academy, MMA for short, is a monthly membership program that brings together monthly live workshops, thoughtfully curated mini courses, guest expert sessions, an online community, and so much more to help mission-driven Christian mamas learn how to thrive in motherhood and steward their calling in the home with excellence, efficiency, and joy. Think of it like a school for like-minded mamas, but so much more. 
Whether you're totally burned out and don't even know where to begin with managing all the things, or you'd like to improve upon your motherhood, home, and life management skills so that you can be the very best mama you can be, the Meant for Motherhood Academy is for you. To find out more, head to carolinejsumlin.com slash join. I'll see you inside. Another lie that we're told is that it's impossible to do other things when you have kids. It's too much work because kids are just so hard. So it's just best to wait till they're older and and out of the house and then you can live your life. That is not true either. Of course, it is harder to do things when we have kids. Like that's so real. And so our life has to look different. And that's part of my coaching and education is to help you learn how to navigate that. How do you navigate how your new life looks as a mom? How do you navigate managing your life well so that you do have room to do things, but you know how to prioritize things well, you know where your time needs to be going, and you aren't sacrificing your role in the home and you also aren't sacrificing the other things that you want to do and sacrificing yourself. It is a fine line. It's not a perfect balance, but it is that there there is harmony. There can be harmony in all of it and it will look different in different seasons, but the harmony is possible and that is what I'm here to educate you about. And you are also not selfish if you have boundaries, time away, like I mentioned, prioritize other relationships, your marriage, your marriage should come first. I think I mentioned that in the last episode, our marriages should come first, our kids should not come before our marriage. We had love has to happen in order to create those kids to reproduce those kids. And love has to continue when those kids are out of the house and doing their own thing and marrying their own humans. And we want to be the best example of a healthy, strong marriage for our children. So we have to be prioritizing our marriage before We are prioritizing our kids and we have to show our kids those boundaries and we have to show our kids what that looks like. That is biblical parenting. Biblical parenting is boundaries. It's respect for authority. It's a lot of things that we are that that society wants to teach us differently. Society wants to teach us that boundaries for kids are you know, shouldn't be there or should look a lot different. Society will make you believe that your kids should be the number one priority, even even before your husband or um in and before yourself. And Selfless service is important for your family, but again, that does not mean self-neglect, and it certainly should not look like marital neglect. Now, there are a lot of commonalities in both communities, actually, or both, both, both viewpoints. Both viewpoints will talk a lot about anti-boundaries, mom guilt, and toxic mom culture is not limited to the church. I think there's just parts of it that are amplified within the Christian community. The mommy martyr culture, very popular, very much the whole hot mess mom, glorifying the hot mess culture. I've spoken about this before on previous episodes of this podcast. So this is not the first or the last time you'll hear me talk about this. This is a thing, regardless of whether you are a Christian or not, regardless of what circle you hang around in, mom culture, toxic mom culture is is very real. It's running rampant. I think a lot of it is a work of the enemy as any anything evil and anything for not the good of the Lord is from the enemy. Um, So it's unfortunate, but we have the power to change that narrative. So that's exactly what we are here to do. Like I mentioned before, redefining motherhood from a burden to an honored role in the home and the world. You can create a motherhood narrative that honors your role in the home and ensures your role in the home is honored in the world. It ensures your role in the home is honored in the world. That's huge. That is huge. You can prioritize your home and set boundaries that allow you to do so and contribute value to the community, church, and the marketplace and anything else that I that falls under the concept of the world. 
those are the three words that I thought of that would kind of just encompass all of that. Your community, your church, the marketplace, which would be your career. You don't have to sacrifice your role in the home to steward your other missions well. And you don't have to sacrifice your other missions to prioritize the home. This is the new narrative. This is the new definition of motherhood. This will be a movement that will be full of women who are fulfilled, respected, and honored in their roles as mothers and, and the other roles that they, that, they, that they play in their community, church, and marketplace. This will be a movement of women who are confident and unapologetic in their pursuits, both in the home and in the world, bringing excellence to each thing they do because their confidence is in the one who called them. That is what you're going to get here from Meant for This. That is what the content, that, that, that's an overview of, of what Meant for This exists for. And, and, and the education and content that I will bring you is going to help you learn how to do just that. How to ensure your whole, your role is in the home is honored in the world. How to create and set those boundaries so that you can pr- that you can protect your home and prioritize your home while also contributing that value to the community, church, and marketplace. How to actually steward your time well, steward your steward your home well, steward your family well, steward each calling well. So that, again, there's that harmony between them. And things are done in the right order. And the right order will always be that the home will come first. But it will be a first then, a both and, not an either or. I'm so excited for what's to come. Um, this is this is exciting. This is so exciting. And not not only not only is this just exciting and I, I just feel so fired up and I can't wait to see what God is going to do, but like I said, this is this is a movement. This is going to become a movement. I'm speaking that into existence. I know that God is speaking this to multiple women because I'm seeing similar messages come up in a, in a couple different ways amongst other content creators that are in the Christian space, specifically women Christian content creators, um, that speaking, speaking to women being homemakers and homemakers and that is that is the key thing here we can be homemakers and blank and you can fill in that blank for what makes sense to you you can be a homemaker and you can be a an amazing doctor you can be a homemaker and teach an amazing preschool class you can be a homemaker and author you can be a homemaker and whatever whatever that is that God has called you to and it can be more than one thing you can be a homemaker and author and worship leader if you want to, if that's what God is calling you to, if God if God has gifted you to those things. There's so much that God has put inside of us that he wants us to let go of the doubt, let go of the fear, let go of the overwhelm and the stress and the burnout. And he wants us to step into that or step, not step into that, but he wants us to step into what he's, what he's called us to, step into the life that he's called us to. And it, and it starts here. It starts now. It starts right here. New year, and I'm not, listen. I know that last year was tough, and everyone is all talking about new year, new goals, new yada yada yada. That's not this is not just another goal, though. This is literally saying from here on out, I live on mission for the glory of God in every area that He's called me to. That's it. Say that to yourself right now from here on out. I live on mission for the glory of God in every area of life that he has called me to. You got it, mama. You were meant for this life. You were meant for this moment. You're meant for this season. 
You are meant for those children. You are meant for your marriage. You are meant for your career. You're meant for your desire. You're meant for your passion. You're meant for your challenges right now. You are meant for your circumstances. You were meant for this. Thank you for listening to Meant For This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If you loved what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.